all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Lift your Bibles high. Let's make our confession of faith together. It's Friday Night Fire. First one since 2019. Let's say it together. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, have your way. Take over. Get the glory out of everything that happens tonight. God, you, you want me to release this quick word to set the stage for the move of the Spirit. I pray that the atmosphere is cleared. Every spirit of opposition, I seize you. And we rebuke you out of this atmosphere, out of the auditorium, out of overflow, out of kids, out of Facebook, out of YouTube, out of the Harvest Channel, out of Periscope. And we pray that the move of God is going to happen. Healing is going to happen here and online. Miracles are going to happen here. Finish it for me. And online. Signs are going to happen here and online. Wonders are going to happen here and online. In Jesus' name. I want to move in this. We call tonight Friday Night Fire because we're going to experience the fire of God. Come on. And some of you need some fire. Because watch me, I think it's so amazing. When I came in tonight and, and got in right from the airport and I was coming in, it was hot. I got off that plane and I said, it feel like where I came from. It was hot. And, and watch me, as I was driving uh, in, as I was driving in, all of a sudden, torrential rain. Like I had not, I ain't seen it rain like that. This was in the days kind of rain. Watch me, trees were being knocked over. Power lines were being knocked over. And the rain came just that quick. Watch me. And for some of you, that represents the first half of 2021. 
is that the, it came so quick and it started knocking stuff over. It started blowing wind. Matter of fact, I looked at it and people were slowing down and some people were pulling off to the side. Watch me. They had stalled because of the storm. Y'all better hear me. But the Lord said, son, he said, just as quick as this rain came in, I want you to see how quickly this rain is about to end. And he said, I need you to tell them tonight that represents what this is in their life tonight. That tonight will be a brand new beginning for everybody under the sound of my voice. The winds have blown, but God says you survived it. The water has come against you, but you survived it. So listen, we call it Friday Night Fire. We're going to experience the fire of God to do three things. Renew us, reignite us, and refresh us. Renew means I'm going to make you like you're new. In other words, I'm going to make it like what happened never happened in the first place. <laughs> in other words watch me you, you're not going to look like what you've been through people are going to have to ask somebody what is their testimony because when they look at the fruit of your life it's not going to match the hell that you had to go through they're going to look at you like they look at Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and they're going to say you don't look like smoke you don't smell like smoke you don't smell like fire you don't smell like divorce you don't smell like death you don't smell like coronavirus you don't smell like cancer you don't smell like you used to be suicidal you don't smell like so it's going to renew us. Then it's going to reignite us. It's going to reignite. One of our Atlanta folks, one of our Atlanta folks, when he came last night, he, he said he brought a match. He brought a match. He brought a match. He drove six hours. He said, Bishop, he brought some oil. And he said, Bishop, I need you to bless my oil. And then he kneeled down and he said, and I need you to lay your hands on me, sir. He says, because we're connected, and I know, I know Atlanta's on the way. He said, but, but, but I had to get here tonight because I, I couldn't come to Denver on Friday. Watch me. So I came to you on Thursday, and he brought me a match. Somebody from uh, uh, Atlanta brought me a match. I just need to light this match. Because you're about to be renewed and you're about to be reignited. I need you to open your mouth, say renewed and reignited. What does this mean? This means that for some of you, I want to be very direct with you. For some of you, your walk with God has grown stale. Not because you're not getting word, not because you're not being challenged, but because you have succumbed to the spirit of the region in which you dwell that accepts average as excellent. And so tonight God says, I'm about to reignite you. It's going to be like that day you first gave your life to Jesus and you were just so happy to be saved. You were just so happy you weren't going to hell. For some of you, it's going to be like you getting saved all over again. And it's about to happen tonight. Renew us, reignite us, and refresh us. What, what does it mean to refresh? Um, when you stay at a hotel, um, they, they refresh your linens. Uh, they should refresh... Don't let them tell you not to, you should refresh your linens every night so that when you come back into the room, watch me, it's like you didn't use the room the night before. 
Watch me, watch me. And for some of you, you keep saying, God, I, I don't have this. I don't have this. This is this. This is this. I'm frustrated this. And God says, that, that's because, that's because, watch me, that's because when you look at it, you are looking at it not from a refreshed place. You are looking at it from a used place. So, so watch me. You're, you're calling for towels because you used all of your existing ones. And for some of you, watch me, you're going to be refreshed. So when you go back home, you're going to look at the same thing, but you're going to see it different. You're going to look at the same situation, but you're going to see it different. I just need you to put those three R's in the atmosphere. Say renew, reignite, and refresh. Fire in the Bible had uh, many different meanings depending on the context. Um, and, and I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me that, that in this, uh, I'm going to have you say a lot tonight uh, out of your mouth and speak a lot tonight because the scripture tells us that your, your tongue is like a fire, which means when you speak, you have the ability for fire to come up out of your mouth. Y'all come on in here. Uh, uh, in, in this, in this, in this, in this, I've been teaching you, and this is the final message of the series that we are doing called The Kingdom in You. Say, there's a kingdom in me. Come on, can you say it with authority? Say, there's a kingdom in me. Now, now watch this. Um, our, this series has been learning what Jesus gives us after salvation. Salvation isn't the end. Salvation is the beginning. And I've taught you the three components of the kingdom. But tonight, I want you to see it very differently through the lens of fire. If you've been watching the series and paying attention and been in the building for the series over the last two months, I've sold you scriptures for these three components of the kingdom every single time. But tonight, I want to show you scriptures in the context of our gathering, which is fire. So watch me. Uh, it is, number one, becoming who God says we are and possessing what God says we can. You are becoming. You are not the same you used to be. You are maturing. How do I know you're maturing? Because there are things that used to tick you off that now when you look at it, you simply say, I can't change that so I'm not gonna stress over that there are people you used to say why they act like this and then watch me because you've matured and grown you said well since I can't change how they act all I'm gonna do is not let how they act affect how I act in other words watch me I've outgrown your attitude I've outgrown your mood swings I've outgrown your sloppy I've outgrown your mm. It's becoming who God says we are, possessing what God says we can. Now look at this. Look at Isaiah 4 and 4. It says, the Lord will wash away the filth of the women of Zion. He will cleanse the bloodstain from Jerusalem by a spirit of judgment and by a spirit of, you see it on the screen, what's the last word? Fire. So watch this. God says, I'm going to wash away the filth. When it says women of Zion, it's not limited to women. It just means the people of the city of God. That's what Zion is. So watch me. He says, I'm going to cleanse the blood stains. Check this out. God says, you've been through some bloody battles. Blood represents life. So a bloody battle means not only did I go through that battle, but it affected how I live. Mm. It affected how I think. It affected how I thought about myself. It affected how you thought about the people around you. It affected how you thought about God. Is there anybody in the building or anybody online where you have gone through some bloody battles that watch me, that even though you got up and you continued to press through, it did not remove the fact that there was some blood. You a fighter, so you know how to get up and keep it moving. But, but watch me. But this time when you fought, there was some blood. And can we be honest? It wasn't even the blood of your enemies. It was your blood because... 
I wish you'd help on somebody say, I've been through some bloody battles. I, you've been through some battles that have been bloody, that have been painful, that have been cantankerous. But watch what the Bible says. God says, I'm going to cleanse the blood stains from your bloody battles. Watch me with a spirit of judgment. Here it is. First thing God says is, I'm going to correct some things. Judgment means to correct by force. Check it out. God says, I was using your bloody battles to correct some things in you. Check it out. I was using your bloody battles to correct some thought processes in you. I was using what made you bleed to cause you to lead better. I but, but look at the second part, a spirit of judgment, look at this, and a spirit of fire, which means God says, I'm going to use fire to cleanse you from your bloodstains. Shut up. I don't mean shut up, literally, it's a figure of speech. Now, now, wouldn't it make sense to use water to cleanse, hey, Atlanta? Wouldn't it make sense to use water to cleanse you from your bloody stains? Wouldn't it make sense to use soap to cleanse you from your bloody stains? Here's what everybody in here knows, is that soap and water doesn't get the blood all the way out. So God says, I want to use something that's going to be efficient. I want to use something that when fire touches it, it never goes back to being the same. So God says, tonight, I'm about to heal you from your bloody battles. I'm about to send fire in this room and fire online to heal you from your bloody battles. Open up your mouth, shout fire. What does that mean practically, Bishop? It means you're going to have a supernatural experience tonight. And he's about to meet every individual in this room, in the overflow, uh, online. He's about to meet you and you're about to have a supernatural experience. And that supernatural experience is getting ready. Pay attention. It is getting ready to cause you to no longer, watch me, be bloodied by your battles. It's right there in the Bible. Do you see it? He says, I'm going to cleanse the bloodstains from Jerusalem. What's Jerusalem? It means the city of Shalom. Watch me. I'm not just going to cleanse you. I'm about to cleanse your house. Everybody connected to you. I'm about to. That's why some of your family folk been acting crazy as hell lately. Why? God says, I'm about to. Hell's not a cuss word. It's Gehenna. It's a Greek word that means hot trash. Look at the second thing. God's M.O. Short word in fire. God's M.O. This is the kingdom. And where's the kingdom at? It's in you. Check this out. So the second is God's M.O. This is how God does what he does. After we get saved, salvation is not the end. It's the beginning. God gives us the kingdom. Look at this. Hebrews 12, 29. For our God is a consuming fire. An MO means how you do what you do when you do. You ever met somebody that their MO was to be late? Like if they said, I'll be there in 15 minutes, you were like, there'll be an hour. You met, you met somebody where their MO is just, is, is you just know if you give it to them to do, it ain't going to be done right. Their MO is that they don't listen. You ever met somebody like that? Okay, if you ain't met nobody like that, we met you. What's me? What's me? What's me? What's me? Your MO means your mode of operation. Your mode of operation. Uh, and a lot of cars now, 
they have different modes of operation you can put the car in. I said, do you want to be in, in, in ride mode? Do you want to be in luxury mode? Do you want to be in sport mode? They, they had, I, I was in this car yesterday. I was like, ooh, I think I want this. Because when I turned it on, my, you know, my car, ooh, you know. But this, this car, it had an extra ground. They were like, I said, shoot, let me turn it off and turn it on just to keep hearing the sound. And I looked, and it had all these different modes. It had, it had, it had racetrack mode. It had, uh, it had like five different modes. Now, here was amazing. Here was amazing is that that one thing had multiple modes. Which means that I could have, watch me, a different experience in the same car. Watch me. And I didn't have to change cars. I would just change experience in the car. For some of you, God is using certain situations of your life to get multiple things done at the same time. He's using what you were complaining about to get multiple things done at the same time. Because not only are you getting out of debt, but watch me, but you're also learning how to pray better. Not only are you becoming a better worshiper, but you're also learning how to become a better praiser. You're also learning how to become a better prayer warrior. I need you to open your mouth and say multiple things at the same time. He's using one thing to get multiple things done at the same time. What's the first story that I taught you in our series, Kingdom? Quick word, then we move him. We're about to see fire. For those of you who doubt the power of God, you're about to see the power of God. I'm not, watch me, I'm, I'm not performing. He is. I, I, this is not for you. Let me see what Bishop's going to do. No, this is to say, what is the Lord going to do in the place tonight? So, so, so watch me, so watch me, watch me. He's a consuming fire. Well, what is consuming? Consume means he envelops. He, 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 everything that can be consumed, he consumes. So God says, I will use one situation to consume you to get multiple things done in you. What's the first story I taught you? about manifesting the kingdom. You remember the parable? Uh, excuse me, it wasn't a parable, but it actually happened. Two fish, five loaves of bread. And you remember what happened? If you don't, let me just back that thing up for you right fast. Jesus tells them, he says, we got thousands of people, they came out for church. Let's just say it like this. They came out for a Friday night fire. Oh, this... And there were thousands of people there. And Jesus said, Jesus says, they said, his disciples said, Lord, it's getting late. We need to send them away. Watch me. Uh, uh, he said, because they need to go find lodging. They need to go stay somewhere and they're going to need to eat. And Jesus says, no, you give them something to eat. You better be a good church tonight. He says, no, you give them something to eat. And they said, well, we don't have anything. And Jesus says, well, that, that's, not, that, 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 that's not it. They said, well, all we have is two fish. Play attention. All we have is two fish. You keep saying to God, all I have is this. And God says, but all you have is all you need. If you needed more, I would have gave that to you. All you have is all you need. I never give it to you. Watch me in harvest form. I give it to you in seed form. If you read your Bible in Genesis, the Lord never put a tree in the garden. He put, watch me, he put seed in the garden. And everything that was, it had the ability to produce seed. What do you mean? Everything that he put into the garden, uh, he said, it will be seed bearing. It will produce seed. So when God gives you something, he, he rarely gives it to you in its final form. He gives it to you in its seed form. And says, now release that and I'll increase that. I need you to elbow somebody say, you got everything you need. Say, it's just in seed form. 
I'm going to wait until somebody in this building act like they heard what I said. Watch me, watch me. Here's your shout. Here's your shout. If he gives you seed, this is why the Bible says he gives seed to the sower. If what he gives us, he gives to us in seed form first, what does that mean? That what you called your harvest, what you were shouting about saying, look at how the Lord blessed me, that wasn't even full harvest, baby, that was just a brand new you better elbow somebody and say, he gave you some seed. He gave you some seed. All right? So watch. So watch. Two fish, five loaves of bread. Two fish, five loaves of bread. Multiple things are being done by God at the same time. So multiple things are about to happen tonight. I'm just kind of talking it to you so that we understand it. You ready? Quick word, then what? Fire. All right? Two fish, five loaves of bread. What was the first thing that needed to happen? The people needed to be fed. Okay, but what else needed to happen? He needed to teach his 12 to stop giving him excuses and give him solutions. So it was a leadership training. Jesus said, I don't come, to, I don't need you if all you do is bring me problems. I need people around me that bring me solutions. For every business owner and every pastor watching me, in the second half, your problem solvers are showing up in your circle. You ain't going to have friends around you that all they do is sit up and talk about the problem. You're about to have some friends that talk about, here's the solution. Open your mouth and say, I'm a problem solver. So first, the people need to be fed. Second, he needs to teach a leadership lesson. All right. And then third, he's the God of, he's the God of signs, uh, miracles, signs, and wonders. And so, and so he needs to show the people uh, that he can produce miracles. So what does he do? He, watch me. He takes two fish, five loaves of bread. Two is the biblical number of witness. Five is the biblical number of grace. He says, you're about to witness grace. You're Five is the number of supernatural. You're about to witness the supernatural. Five is the number of the miraculous. You're about to witness a miracle. Five and two is seven, which means not only am, are you about to witness a miracle, I need to complete something. Watch me. One night, several things. Because he's a consuming fire. Which means he ain't just going to let your body get healed and not heal your spirit. He's not just going to let your spirit get healed and not heal your soul. He's not just going to get your money right and not have your body right. He, he's a consuming fire. But that one thing, he handled multiple situations. Number three, it is heaven's attributes in the earth. Heaven's attributes in the earth another attribute i taught you from romans 14 17 you remember righteousness peace joy here's another one Ooh. <laughs> mm. luke 12 49 i came to cast fire on the earth and wood that it would already ready kindle this is jesus speaking so here's the fourth element there's a fourth element to heaven's attributes in the earth. It's fire. Shout fire. And here's what happens. When fire touches something, it is never, ever the same. Burn your suit. It's going to have that little spot right there the whole time. Watch me. Burn, burn some paper. It's never going to be what it was. When fire touches something, say it's never, ever the same. Can I get you to say that with some authority? Say, it's never, ever the same. 
Our prayer is that after tonight, we'll never be the same. Watch me. Because fire in its simplest form, here's what it means. Passion, excitement, and zeal. And this is necessary. You may be sitting next to somebody and you're like, why do they keep shouting? Why do they keep doing this? Why do they keep praising him? Can I tell you, instead of looking at them, I need you to join with them. Why? Because they have passion. They have excitement. They have zeal. And this is necessary to see miracles, signs, and wonders. Hebrews 2, 4, our God. Watch me. And what did we learn he is? He's a consuming fire. So check this out. Consuming fire showed up that his message was true by working all kinds of powerful, uh, powerful miracles and wonders. And he gave the Holy Spirit to anyone he chose. Check this out. God, God says, God says, I'm a consuming fire. And when I show up, I want to do miracles. What's a miracle? It's impossible unless God did it. There's a lady, she got a song and uh, she got a song and the song says, if God don't do it, it won't get done. Watch me, watch me. And this is it's gonna take a miracle from God. You, you don't know what miracle somebody on your road needs to see in their life. They didn't prayed about it, they didn't cried about it, they didn't sown to it. Well, let me just go on and answer you. Tonight is your night. I, it's miracle working night. Say it's miracle working night. Miracles, powerful miracles and wonders. Another version says miracles, signs and wonders. What's a sign? A sign is to show you something. Right? And Jesus said, this generation, they hunger and they thirst. They, after, they want a sign. Show me something. God says, I'm going to show you something. And sometimes it's very innocuous to you, but to the person around you, it's, it's a big deal. Right? Uh, I, I, said, I said, somebody asked me one day, they said, how's your day? And I said, my day is amazing. And, and he said, wow, wow. I thought, he said, you have no clue how just the way you said that I've had a rough day and seeing, watch me, and seeing your energy lets me know he's got me. You don't even know that the person next to you just needed to know that there were some real people that loved the Lord. And when you give God glory, you assign to somebody around you. He's still able. He's still God. And he's still good. Miracle signs and wonders. A wonder means, oh, I love that. <laughs> a wonder means, here it goes. A wonder means this. It means, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> A wonder, leave it right there, leave it right there, leave it alone. A wonder, uh-uh, uh, matter of fact, I need you to see that. Because just like that just started, fire's about to start. We ain't had rain like this in a long time. Which means the heavens are telling. The heavens are telling. You ain't seen what you're about to see. You ain't seen this in a long time. On three, everybody shout fire. One, two, three. One, two, three. Here we go. So listen, here it is. Last piece. Quick word. We out. Quick word. We go on the fire. Quick word. We go on the demonstration. There's a man named Jeremiah. Let me give you his profile. Jeremiah. There you go. Jeremiah, his name in Hebrew means whom God will raise and whom God appointed. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? The reason you should do everything well 
is because you're not performing for who you're performing for. You're performing ultimately to God. So watch me. If I'm wiping the table, I'm wiping it like Jesus about to sit at the table. On your job, the reason you do a good job, it ain't got nothing to do with the pay. It's got nothing to do with the benefits. It's got nothing to do with your supervisor. It's that I'm doing this like I'm doing it unto the Lord. And anything that your hand finds to do, do it well. I need you to elbow somebody and say, you're a person of excellence. That's... Why? God is going to be the one to raise me up. I'm going to do my best all the time. Why? Because my boss may not be watching, but my God is. The supervisor may not see it, but your God sees it. So watch. It means whom God will raise and whom God has appointed. Look at this. Look at this profile. It means this. He came from a family of priests. So he comes from a family of people who were leaders in church. He's known as the weeping prophet because his assignment made him weep. He weeped because he was trying to get people more than they wanted for themselves. And you will always find yourself in negative emotions when you are trying to put on people what they do not want for themselves. Which is why in the second half, you need everybody that's at your level or higher. Iron sharpens iron. Aluminum don't do nothing but tick iron off. You need people where you got to at least come at where I'm at or be higher than where I'm at. Why? Because I'm not going to be weeping because you don't want nothing. I'm not going to be weeping because you don't want better. I'm not going to be weeping because you want to stay in the same old sad situation. Look like you're getting some new seats filled in your life. For those of you that you need God to bring some iron in your life, I need you to release a praise for three seconds right there. Go, go. Three, two. Bring some iron, Jesus. Bring some iron, Jesus. Bring some iron, Jesus. Bring some iron, Jesus. So listen, I got to move. We're about to see fire. He has several emotional breakdowns. Pay attention. He's a prophet. For those of you gifted prophetically, let me tell you your enemy, you. For everybody listening to me where you are gifted prophetically, Bishop, how do I know? We got a whole thing, a webinar called Fivefold Gift Ministry Training. It's on the website. You're going to take it and you're going to do it. All right? Your spiritual gifts test is on our, on our app. You can take it. You can find out if you're gifted. If you're gifted, go take the course. All right? Watch me. Here it is. Here it is. It has several emotional breakdowns. Because when you're gifted prophetically, your highs are high. But your lows are low. And for some of you, watch me, you, you've been misdiagnosed. Because, because, because man called it one thing. But God said, that's just how your gift works. That's not designed to diagnose or treat any mental illness. No, I'm not saying that at all. But, but for some of you, watch me, you didn't even understand. You said, maybe something's wrong. Maybe I got something. Maybe something wrong with me. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to. Or maybe, watch me, your gift is such that you, watch me, what comes with the prophetic, watch me, is that you will deal with high emotional highs. When you're high, everybody want to be around you. You the life of the party. You walk in. But when you're low, people are like, oh my God, Jesus. 
For some of you, I just answered what you thought about with yourself. Because you've been trying to say, what's up with me? What's up with you is that you got to learn how to go high, watch me, and stay there. You got to learn how to go high and stay there. He has several emotional breakdowns. How do you stay there? I taught you this whole series how to stay there. You pick your emotion. You can choose to be angry and mad and frustrated, or you can say, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now I give myself a human moment, but then after my human moment, this is the day that the Lord, watch this, has made. So if he made the day and put me in the day, everything that's in the day is everything he made for me in the day, which means I won't be mad at the day because he made the day for me, which means what's in the day, even if it ain't good, it's working for my good. Even if it don't feel good, it's working for my good. So no need in being mad, baby. I choose to be glad. Help on somebody say, make the choice, make the choice, make the choice. Quick word, quick word. Then we about to see fire. One button undone. It's almost time. Has several emotional breakdowns where he begins to do crazy things. He authors the book of Lamentations. Lamentations is like Jeremiah part two. It's like the continuation of Jeremiah. It's the next edition. Um, for example, we released uh, today uh, our, uh, a remake of the first song we ever released called New Anointing. And it's called New Anointing 2.0. Um, uh, 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 it's, it's the next level of that. But look at this. He authors Lamentations, which means how. To lament is to cry, is to weep. But check it out. But it doesn't mean to cry or to weep. It translates in Hebrew to how. Check it out. My tears are a question. <laughs> My weeping is a question. When you're driving down the street with nowhere to go, but you just don't want to go home. It's a question. You still here? So, so this is his profile. I wanted to give you his profile. I wanted to give you his profile. Now, I, I want you to see what happened to him. He's attacked by his brothers. Um, when the enemy sees you as a real threat, he doesn't send opposition from outside. When you're a real threat, your opposition will come from your own blood. Based on that, I just need to know who knows you a threat now. That's all I... He's attacked by his own brothers. He's beaten and put into stocks. He's locked up in the prison. Watch me, by a priest and a false prophet. Here's what's amazing. Here's what's amazing. Here's what's amazing. A priest and a false prophet. Check this out. They, they have him locked up. Listen, it's amazing how the fake attacks the real. This is why you got to know who you are. Because if you don't know who you are, they'll have you thinking you the counterfeit when you the real thing. 
I came to tell everybody under the sound of my voice and everybody watching, don't you let no fake counterfeit make you think that you're not the real thing. You are not only the real thing, you're anointed and you've got authority. Open your mouth, say, I'm the real thing. I'm the then he's imprisoned, watch me, by the king. Then they threaten him with death. Watch me. For some of you, some of the thoughts you've had have been death-threatening you. I, I came for you tonight. Pay, pay attention. Pay attention. They've been, they, they've been death-threatening you. You don't, why are you alive? Why are you here? Why? You, there's no real reason for you to be here. Life is, ain't going to get better for you. Maybe the world would be better if you weren't here. Maybe your kids would be better if they were left with your mama near. Ooh, I, I just got in somebody's prayers right there. I got the Holy Ghost. I got the Holy Ghost. Well, ask me. Death threatened you. As if it had power over you. What you mean, Bishop? The Bible says that our days are numbered, which means, watch me, before you got here, heaven decided a predetermined number of days that you would have that would give you the amount of time to fulfill what you were sent to the earth to do, which means, watch me, the only way that gets cut short is if you cut it short. And I came tonight to bind up and rebuke the spirit of premature death. And not just by the hands of suicide, but by accidents, accidents, car accidents, freak accidents, crazy scenarios, crazy conditions, body illnesses, sickness, disease. I say you shall live all your days. You shall live all your days. You shall live all your days. How do you know? With long life, he will satisfy me. This next part. Quick word, fire. Quick word, fire. He's thrown into a water tank by Judah's officials. Now, Judah means praise. But these, these are the leaders, watch me, of, of, of the government of Judah. And, and they throw him into a water tank. In other words, the goal was, you're not going to get out of this. Let me see if I say it another way. You will not find a way of escape from this. Watch me, watch me. Then he finds out about an assassination plot against him. For some of you, for some of you, the Holy Ghost is so strategic in your life that he lets you accidentally hear stuff. And you talking about, I wasn't supposed to see it. Yes, you were. He wanted you to see what he protected you from. If you don't, he wanted you to see that while you've been doing for some people, it's some people that have plots against you. He finds out. You'll say it was on accident. You'll say, you know, I, I didn't even, I wasn't even supposed to be on the phone for that. I wasn't even supposed to hear that. I was, and, and God's like, oh no, you were. I wanted you to see just what I'm protecting you from. I wanted you to see why I won't let you get close to them. I wanted you to see why I always made you keep them. He asked God, I'm almost done. He asked God to curse the day 
he was born. This is a rough life. You're attacked by your brothers. You're beaten and put into the stocks by a false priest, uh, a false prophet and a priest. In other words, people you thought you could trust. You're imprisoned by the king, which means the system is against you. You're threatened with death. Death threatens you as if it has power over you. You're thrown into a situation that you look like you can't get out of. Why? Because a water uh, cistern, watch me, there was no way to climb out of it. Which means unless you had a miracle sign or a wonder, wasn't no way out. Tonight, some of you are about to get your way out. All you're going to know is you're going to wake up on Saturday. You're going to wake up on Sunday and you're going to be out of what had you. You're going to be out of what had you. Open your mouth and say, God's giving me a way out. 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 He finds out about this assassination plot. He finds out about it. He hears, pay attention, what they really think about him. It's possible for someone to be something to you that you're not to them. It's possible for you to be their friend they're not your friend I teach pastors I teach pastors because I teach pastors as a gifted apostolically as a bishop part of my assignment is, is spiritual fathering and mentoring and all of that and I teach pastors listen uh, everyone everyone who is around you is not your son or daughter you may treat them as father but they don't honor you as father so stop giving son benefits to people who would trade you. Don't pour into a hireling like you would a son. Because many pastors get hurt because they pour, 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 pour. But they're regarding someone in a way that they don't regard them. And they'll say the right words, but the actions don't back up the words. It's just like you telling somebody I love you only because they said it and you don't want it to feel awkward. You, come on, y'all ready? Let's be honest. Come on. come on. Quick word. We're about to see fire. Anybody in here in your whole life, okay? So this is all the way back to zero. To where somebody's like, I love you. And, and quickly in your head, you were like, I don't know you, but. But you just responded because you didn't want the awkwardness of love you too. Watch me. We've, we've all done that at some point, more than likely in our life. That's why I said back to zero, because I know you're spiritual and you're grown and you're good. And I know you don't do all that. But but when you were 16. I remember when I was 16, I told the story before. I, mean, I was 16. I was 16. I was dating this girl. And we dropped off for the house. I dropped off for the house. I was, you know, you do the goodbye hug and all that. And y'all y'all acting like <laughs> y'all looking like now, Bishop, I don't know nothing about a goodbye hug. We speak in tongues. Here's your tea. Goodbye. And she was like, I love you. And I was like, if I use that, I mean that. To this day, if I tell you that, take it to the bank. 
and everything I do after that point is because of love. And love ain't just going to tell you what you want to hear. Love is, watch me, it is truth and compassion, which means sometimes love got to check you. Sometimes love has to say, get yourself together. But I wouldn't talk to you like that unless I loved you. I wouldn't rebuke you unless I loved you. I'm silent to those I don't love. As a shepherd, that, that is how you shepherds, right? So watch. So, so she was like, I love you. And I was like, I ain't finna lie. So I, this is what I told her. This is what I, this, 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 this is what I told her. I said, we're going to talk about that. I promise you that's what I told her. I said, we're going to talk about that. You know, I said, we're going to talk about that later on in the night. I call you, call me, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to talk about that. Because um, I, I said, I'm just trying to figure out how you love me. Now, now she was a little older, you know. She, you know, she, 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 she was a pre-cougar. She was pre-cougar. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? She was a pre-cougar. You understand? <laughs> so maybe, maybe she meant it. All I'm trying to say. But at that time, I did not. Listen. He <laughs> Come on, let's be spiritual. He finds out. <laughs> what they really think about him. He finds out. Can, can I tell you how God shows you what you really have? Can I tell you? Is he... Hebrew says he'll shake so that everything that can be shaken goes, but only that which cannot be shaken remains. The pandemic, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, but wait, come August. know exactly what I got and what I got is exactly what I need. Open somebody next to you and say God shook you on purpose. Quick word then fire. Listen quick word then fire. We're about to move. He, he, he says God can you just this is what he says to God. He asked the Lord to curse the day he was born. This is a rough life. Watch me. Everybody pay attention. And he's a man of God. Can I tell you something? Just because God has called you to do something, and not just ministry, anything, just because God has called you to do something, does not take away the difficulty of it. You just have the grace to do it, even if it is difficult. Watch me. Here it is, because we're about to finish. We're about to see fire. Jeremiah didn't realize that the fire around him, that's a lot of fire. That's a lot of fire. Say, that's a lot of fire. Attacked by your brothers, beaten and put in the stocks by a priest and a false prophet, imprisoned by the king, threatened with death, thrown into a water tank by Judah's officials. Find out about an assassination plot. Ask God to curse the day you're born. The fire around him, pay attention, look on the screen. It was actually designed to ignite a fire in him. I'm so glad you didn't quit. I'm so glad you didn't give up. I'm so glad you didn't throw in the town. I'm so glad you didn't let that fire burn you. Why? Because that fire around you is about to start a fire. 
One, three, everybody in this building and no line. Holla fire. Jeremiah 20 and 9. But one day, one day, he gets it. One day, he gets it. One day, he gets it. Lay your hands. Say, today, you going to get it. Look at what Jeremiah says. Then I said, I will not make mention of him. Talking about God. This is Jeremiah, man of God. He says, I ain't talking about the Lord no more. Nor am I going to speak anymore, pay attention in his name. He says, I'm giving up on my assignment. I'm done. He says, I'm done. But look at this. But. I need to hear some people in the overflow. I need to hear some people from the digital campuses. But his word was in my heart. What's heart mean in scripture? Mind. Which means as much as I tried to get him off my mind. Shanika, he just wouldn't get off my mind. As much as I tried to say I don't want to think about it, I couldn't get him off my mind. Here it is. It was like what? A burning fire shut up in my bones. Wait a minute, stop. One day he got it. One day he got it that the fire around him started a fire in him. Because after this point, Jeremiah starts coming back. Jeremiah starts fighting. Jeremiah says, watch me, watch me, let me take an ecclesiastical privilege. Jeremiah says, and my second half. It's going to be way better than my first half. He said, it's like a burning fire that's been shut up in my bones. I was weary of holding it back. I could not. He said, I, I didn't want to do all that shouting. But I couldn't sit down. I, I, didn't, want to, I didn't want to do all of that spinning and hollering and jumping and all of that. Matter of fact, I was trying to find some other plans on Friday. But the Holy Ghost rested me. And I could not. Here it is. And we're about to see it. You ready? If it's in your bones. Don't take that down for a second. Let me ask you a question. Why would the fire be in your bones? Like, that's kind of interesting. Like, why wouldn't you say fire in my heart? Fire in my eyes. You know, fire in my hands. Because you can touch all of that. <laughs> Pay attention. You, you can touch all that. Which means you'll have the ability to put it out. We're about to see it. I just got to get this to you. We're about to see it. God says, watch me. I'm not going to just do something that you have the ability to touch. Because you'll be able to put it out. But what I'm about to do for you tonight on July 30th, 2021. I'm about to do something in you 
that you can't even touch. Look, if it's in your bones, it's in your being. And if it's in your being, that means you can't touch it. Everybody, everybody, everybody do this. Um, everybody, get your bone. Everybody touch your bone. Touch your bone. No, your bone. No, touch your bones. You're touching skin. Touch your bone. The only way to get to your bones, watch me, means that this ain't man-made fire. Because man-made fire, touch your skin, touch your feet. But, But watch me, if it's in your bones, this means that something supernatural had to happen. That on a Friday night in Denver, Colorado, on a Friday night online, somehow, some way, when the fire started to fall, when the fire started to move, the fire got on the inside of you to where can't nobody touch this fire. Your mama and them can't put it out. You can't put it out. Your haters can't put it out. Your situations can't put it out. And now it's time to see the fire. I need you on your feet in this building and online. And I need you to begin to give God glory for the fire. Hurry up for the fire that's about to fall. I need your hands lifted. I need your mouth open. I need your hands lifted. I need your mouth open. If, you, if your legs work, stand up. If you don't want to follow my instructions, you're released to go home or to the vestibule. Hallelujah. 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 Now worship God right there. Go. Come on, at home, I need you to do the same thing. I need you to do the same thing. Come on, get on your feet. Unless you're in a wheelchair, please follow the instructions. I'm just trying to get some fire in you. I'm just trying to get a fire in you you can't touch. I'm trying to get a fire in you your situation can't touch. I'm trying to get a fire in you depression can't touch. Anxiety can't touch. Say yes, Lord. Real quick. Heads bowed, eyes closed. If you're not a Christian, before we go forward, I need you to know the Lord. If you're not a Christian, number one, number two, if you've fallen away from the Lord, guess what? Come on back. No judgment, no condemnation, no shame. He loves you, and he loves you, watch me, to life. God's not going to throw your past in your face. Tonight, if you're in this building, in the overflow or online, and you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, tonight's your night to do it. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop Woman, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure tonight. I don't want to leave this building. I don't want to log off of this stream unless I know that I know that I know that things are right with God. You are about to have an encounter with him. But before you can have an encounter, you have to have an introduction. So if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure on three in the building, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand online. I'm going to ask you to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Then after that, we're about to see the fire of God move. You're about to see miracles. We're going to see signs. We're going to see wonders. Bodies are going to be healed tonight. Diseases are going to be healed tonight. 
Sicknesses are gonna be healed tonight. The last one of these we had in Denver, HIV was healed. Not undetectable, but gone. My God, my God, my Lord. Did you become a Christian? Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure on three. Hands up in the building, online hand with emoji says me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. This is your moment. Please don't miss it. Please don't miss it. I plead with you. Don't miss it. God loves you so much. One, he's coming to get you. He loves you. One, two, three. If that's you, hands up wherever you're at. I see you. 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 Come on, church. Celebrate these hands that are up. Celebrate the ones in the overflow. Celebrate the ones online we can't see. God. Glory to God. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief, because of this confession, you are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my King. You are my Father. You are my provider. I give you my life from this day forward. Give me the grace to run this race. I'm not out here by myself. In Jesus' name. Amen. I need you real quick. We're about to see fire, but I need to give you an instruction. Can you take your phone out if you just prayed that for the first time and recommitted yourself to the Lord or now sure? Scan that code on the screen or send that text. What are we going to do? We're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. I need you to do that tonight. Why? Because as a shepherd, I like to make sure that the sheep know what to do next. Only an irresponsible shepherd has an altar call, but doesn't tell you what to do after you've responded to it. And I refuse. I created a system so that I would not be have to stand before the Lord as an irresponsible shepherd. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746. And we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you. In the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.